Hi, everybody. Welcome to 3Q, New Mexico's premier business podcast. I am your host, Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. My wonderful co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistant. <laughs> and our guest today is Vince Moffat. Vince is the owner of Basin Health. Thanks for joining, Vince. Well, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. Now, I, um, you won the New Mexico family friendly business award this past year. So congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's and, actually a great, great award to receive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I want to go back to that in a, in a moment so you can just talk on what you did to achieve that award, but you're located in San Juan County, correct? Yep. We're in, in San Juan County. Actually, we have offices in Cibola and McKinley County as well. Oh, wow. How wow. great. Wow. And, and you provide a multitude of healthcare services. You do home health, skilled nursing, hospice care, physical and occupational therapy. Is there anything else I'm missing? Correct. So we, we do everything from skilled care in the home with, like you mentioned, therapy and, and nursing. We also offer one of the largest parts of our business. We offer caregivers um, for, for family members and, and, and just not necessarily family members, but individuals who are um, medically fragile, disabled, that, that basically qualified being a long-term um, skilled facility. Mm -hmm. So we provide nursing or, I mean, caregiving services so they can stay in their home. Um, and then we also do pay our private pay caregivers as well. So if, if somebody needs care, but they, it's not covering their insurance or Medicare or Medicaid, we can provide those services as well. And that a lot of those services are provided for either hospice patients or patients who aren't quite ready to go in a nursing home and they want to stay home for a little bit longer. Um, so they can go in there and they can do shopping, um, cooking, cleaning, companionship. They can um, transfer patients from the bed to a chair or to the bathroom, um, bathing, things like that to really allow the individual to be live independently at home. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're, if like we couldn't tell by all the fire helmets on the back wall behind you, battalion chief two or yes, I, yeah, that's correct. So it's been a while. I retired from Farmington Fire Department. I was battalion chief there when I retired, um, and uh, ran the training department. Started the training department for him as well. But I retired in 2010. But it's kind of like you know you ever talk to a marine and you ask him once they, a yes, once yeah, a firefighter. Once yeah. yeah, so it's kind of that. It's it's something that I part of my life that um, definitely had a big impact and and continues continues to have an impact on the things I do in my business today. So how did you how did you go from from fire battalion to home health care? Well, yeah, it's kind of a long story. I'll try to make it short, but. Um, <laughs> The, this this business is a family business that started in, in 1992 by my parents. Um, wow. And uh, they started with just four employees. It was them, my ex-wife, and they had one other employee. And now we have over 700 employees. Um, really has grown over the past 31 years. Um, I was working for a nonprofit in Cal based out of California called Team Rubicon. It was a disaster relief organization. It takes veterans and first responders and helps veterans reintegrate into civilian life through continued service. So we, so it was something I loved. I was very passionate about. Um, I was running operations for them. Um, we were all around the world. I loved it. Um, and unfortunately, my sister, who worked for my family, uh, passed away. She had worked for my family for over 20 years. Um, and then when that happened, I kind of stepped in so my parents could retire and, and uh, keep the business going. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a crazy ride for sure. Wow. Wow. 
you have so a total of three locations. Correct. So our, what we call our mothership is in Farmington. This is where we base most of our operations out of. Um, How fitting in, for New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're the largest private employer in Farmington. Um, and then, um, you know, there's some larger public in, um, employers like the schools and the hospital and things like that. But as far as private employers, we're the largest one Oil. in Farmington. And we're one of the largest in Cibola County as well in grants, um, which... Um, I love what they're doing down in Grants and, and Gallup. Um, we have about a hundred employees in Gallup, but um, you know, it's it's a it's a great market and a great place to be. We love those areas. Yeah. Wow. So how how does a company like this survive a pandemic? You're going in people's homes, but suddenly yeah. you're going to people's homes and like how do you and you're still here and you're doing great. So how did you survive the well so that was what a crazy experience um <laughs> I know everybody everybody had a crazy experience with that but oh. um you know i look back at it and when it, the pandemic started um that just happened to be my expertise was you know um incident management um emergency management and uh so we rolled into what we would consider a, a typical what we call um incident management team which they use on large disasters all around the world um and we we really stepped up i think as a company we helped um procure ppe for um other agencies other oh, wow. uh, healthcare facilities and um i really felt like okay this is what i was called to do this is why everything came to this point and then everything got so crazy through there you know with all the different opinions about things and all mm -hmm. that and what we were trying to do is we're just, we didn't know just like everybody else, you know, how this is going to affect people. And unfortunately we, we take care of the most vulnerable populations. the ones that were most affected by COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we had some, some, you know, unfortunately we did have some deaths. Um, we, we had a caregiver that, that he ended up, his son got COVID at his job and came home and, and the son and our caregiver and his wife all passed away. Really unfortunate. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, we, we really did great. And it, it showed that, you know, we had very few cases. We had no cases of spread between clinicians and caregivers and our patients or oh vice versa. Um, a lot of it's just because of the training and the discipline of our, right. our people and make sure that they had PPE. I can remember I got N95 masks finally for our caregivers, which, you know, a lot of the caregivers in the state weren't even, you know, it, it, those were a really limited resource. And I remember some of the caregivers were upset because they're like, we well, haven't provided us with training yet. And I said, you know, we're doing the best we can. Put the mask on your face, make sure, you know, squeeze it. We'll get there, but we want you to be safe. And so we were real aggressive in getting that stuff out to them and making sure that they were protected and providing, you know, some guidance to them. And, um, you know, I'm president of our state association for, for hospice and home care as well. We did a lot of training for those other agencies. And what we found industry-wise is it was the safest place for these patients to be. When they were in facilities, COVID was spread. It was harder to contain. But if they're home, it was easier to, to protect themselves from it and take steps. So, um, you know, thankfully, we, uh, you know, we really did great. I'm really proud of all our people for being disciplined in that. And, um, you know, I think my training definitely, you know, I, I was involved with hazmat, things like that, you know, right. through through my career. And so I understood PPE usage and, and infectious disease. So, um, yeah, it was, but once again, I went from, all right, this is my moment. This is where my training all comes together to, oh my gosh, the world is a crazy place right now. You know, <laughs> um, 
absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. congratulations on that. That's that's pretty. Yeah, it had to be pretty scary. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say during that time was like, yeah, yeah. it was scary. And it's, it's and I remember everybody was scared, right? And um, at first, and uh, then when things got shut down, and then people, you know, that that affected. But you know, we legitimately have people who, even still this day, I mean, they are really taking steps to protect themselves from COVID because they are so vulnerable. And it's probably one of my proudest moments. I'm so proud of what we did and our staff and and, and working with others. It, it was it was definitely a, you know, I think people look back on that and say, you know, COVID, what I want to forget it. You know, it wasn't real. I mean, all these other things. But for me, I know that that we were able to have an impact um, to keep people, you know, alive. So that that makes me really proud. Thank you, thank yeah. you for all that work. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So how many how many employees do you have in total? So so we're right around seven hundred, um, one hundred in, in grants, and or, I mean, almost I think two hundred fifty in grants and a hundred in Gallup. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. That's a pretty big, that's it's, and then it's easier. I would think it sounds weird, but it's, it's nowadays you can say, and we had the, you know, a pretty good record going through this big thing. So we know what we're doing. We, we've proven that we, we know our stuff and we know how to keep people safe and we know how to take care of people and, and that kind of thing. So that, that's yeah. You know, weird, ironically, weird flex, but it's good. Right. We're doing some moves around our offices and we're cleaning out some some stores. You know, we had to buy we, we got a lot of PPE at the end. You know, mm-hmm. I was going we were making it. We were going around the state. I was going <laughs> to Colorado to get stuff. And uh, we were going through our, our um, storage closet and they said, hey, should we get rid of some of this stuff? You know, we have Tyvek suits and gowns and, and face shields. And, and I was like, no, no. Right. No, this is my place to keep it because I don't ever want to find myself in that situation again. You know, God forbid we ever have another situation like that. But that was stressful. It's stressful for everybody. I mean, I know everybody in the in the in the U.S. I mean, around the world. You know, people. The world. It, but I'm like, man, after going through all that, I don't want to have to do it again. So yeah, yeah. I know. I like it's it's weird, but every time I wash my hands and my little app keeps going, okay, keep going. Keep going, you know, it's yeah. like a little counter type thing. It takes me back to that time. It's like, remember, it's going 20 seconds, wash your hands, you know, the whole bit. Yay, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and that's one of the things that helped us, I mean, especially with the nurses and, the, and our therapists, is mm-hmm. since they've been going in homes, you know, their entire career, they they knew how to do infectious right. infection control, keep from taking, right. you know, something from the home to the office or the car and, you know, we did things like we set up a decon shower for our clinicians in the office and they could come back from working with COVID patients and shower before they went home to their, their family. We put in washers and dryers so they could wash their gear and and um, put on you know clean clothes before they went home. And, you know, a lot of out of the box stuff, but um, it worked, um, I think. I mean, I don't know what part helped. I mean, we were just trying to stack is like Swiss cheese. I use that Swiss cheese concept. Right. You know, Every layer of Swiss cheese, you know, there's holes in every little thing. And there's, does this work? Does this work? But, you know, I think we stack it all together. You just stack the odds in your favor of, of making sure that you're, you're safe. Right. You do your best and hope that it's, hope that it's yeah, doing yeah. what you're wanting it to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And so what, what did you do to, so we had Zoe on here a couple of months ago. What, tell us what you did to achieve the award from New Mexico Family First. 
So we're, we're what they call a platinum level company, which is the highest level. Um, and, um, you know, when we first, so one of my philosophies is that, you know, my customers are my employees and, you know, I need to do everything I can to try to, to make them happy. Think of when they come with complaints and stuff, we're customer service. And, you know, and I realize that we can't always do everything that they want. Um, you know, money is a good example. I mean, we work in an extremely challenging market because we're dealing with reimbursements from Medicare and Medicaid. Mm -hmm. um, there's constantly cuts in those areas, um, added regulatory stuff that puts more of a burden on us and things. So um, we do our best to pay them um, as best as we can. And um, but, you know, it's it's. I can't raise my prices. Um, you know, it's been, it's been extremely challenging lately because of, of the cost of goods going up, cost of supplies, our utilities have went up quite a bit, um, gas prices going up. So um, we try to find anything and everything we can do to try to um, improve the employee experience. And, you know, so we, we were very flexible with our schedules. I mean, we, um, we allow if, it, if an employee like COVID is a good example, their, their kids were sick um, before COVID. We let them bring their kids in their office. Now they can't, but they can work remote. They can work at home so they can continue to work. They don't have to burn their PTO for things like that. So, you know, anything is challenging. But what I did is we took our policies and procedures and all our benefits and all the things we did. And then I looked at the family friendly list of items. Mm -hmm. and level and I said okay what can I add and what can I change to achieve that platinum level and I tell people all the time about family friendly because I think that's a great way to to look at what you're offering your employees and say okay if I want to achieve the gold level or the platinum level what are some things that we can do to sweeten the pot mm -hmm. for our employees so it's a win-win mm -hmm. companies to look at that and a lot of the things you can do are, are really fairly easy and 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 don't cost a lot of money and and are really employee friendly and you know i think that you got to think out of the box you know you got to come up with ideas and things that um I, you know even as a business owner i've been an employee you know before and i know what it's like and and you don't always see things eye to eye with the owners and and the managers and things like that but um you know anything that we can do to um, make this a, a a positive culture and a, and a great place to work is is our goal and uh so yeah i mean there's a there's a list of things that we, another good example we give our employees a birthday off so you know we we're looking at what their holiday um you know the holidays paid holidays we have and it's really hard to add paid holidays when you're doing health care because you know on the holidays you still have to provide health care and so um it can make it challenging so rather than pick a holiday where everybody's off we have to close the office down i said hey let's give everybody the birthday off because it's only going to be that employee for that pay period and they get an extra extra holiday through the thing and i mean that thing has been really well received because who doesn't want their birthday off and right. celebrate you you know and um so you know little things like that were, were pretty easy to, to implement and um fun i mean a lot of fun wow that's great well, yeah. So thank you for all you do. And thanks for taking time to uh, join us and participate in this podcast this morning. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And I, I do want to you know, plug, you know, the, the companies like mine and there's there's a lot of them around the state. Um, a lot of people don't, don't even know they exist. And like I talk about us being the largest employer and, and we really do help keep people out of the hospitals, avoid really expensive uh, procedures and surgeries by preventing falls and things like that. But you know, these companies out there, 
have a huge financial impact in their communities because all these employees are going back and putting the money back into our community. Mm -hmm. They're spending money in the local restaurants, the local stores, and people don't even really know that they exist. So not only are they doing great work in healthcare and, and trying to keep people healthy and they get training that helps in other things in life and they move on into other areas of healthcare and things, but but we're actually um, an economic stimulus for, for the state of New yep. Mexico and people don't yep. even know that, that, that we exist sometimes. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, it's a brick and mortar company, right? I mean, a lot of these people work in people's homes. I mean, they're all over the county, all over the areas. And um, yeah, they're doing great work. And I'm really grateful for the caregivers out there. They 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 don't get paid as much as they should. Um, right. And I think that's a lot of people out there, but especially them. And, you know, the only thing I can do is I can advocate and, and try to help in the legislative area, which I work very hard in to try to do that because oh, interesting. You know, okay. these people are are so valuable to the community. And like I said, I think a lot of people don't even know what they do or it's misunderstood. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. well, I, so I looked you up. That's how I knew about the battalion chiefness and all this. And so you're all <laughs> over the internet, which is great, but most folks can go to basin.health. Okay. I'm going to give you like props for actually using a non.com. Brilliant. Right. Well, it it's, problems. It's, it's on our emails and so many, uh, so many systems don't recognize the dot health. So, but yeah, but it's basin.health. You have a great website, which you're on. I, I applaud that, that you are right there on the front cover on the front yeah. lines of yeah. your company and you know, great, that's great too. So yeah. Yeah. I applaud you and everything you're doing this. That's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, we work hard for it and, um, you know, my, my biggest goal is just to, to, you know, one, take care of these employees. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's such a huge responsibility and sometimes it's stressful trying to make sure we take care of them and we can do what we do to, to make sure their lives are as best as possible. But I, I want to educate people about these programs and the great work these people are doing. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, not very many people know about it, but man, it, it is such a cool thing to see these people. And, and they're, you know, they're just wonderful people. The work they're doing is just wonderful. They could go work somewhere else sometimes and make more money at Target or something else, but they take care of these people and they do such a great job. It's it's, it's beautiful to see. It, it obviously, that's a testament. I mean, winning the award from New Mexico Family First is a, is a testament to how well and your whole belief system of how you treat your, uh, your team and we're only as strong as the people that support us, right? I mean, I'm a Correct. big believer in that, whether whether it's a company or a volunteer organization or right. whatever. And, and I think one of the things too, and we try in our, our philosophy and our vision and all this stuff, is we really think about the fact that, you know, everybody talks about the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. We actually try to, to rule by, lead by the platinum rule, which is treat others the way they want to be treated. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really focused on empathy because as a, middle-aged white guy with no hair and you know, very, very, <laughs> I don't always know what, you know, a Navajo grandmother, what motivates right. her and what's important to her or right. know, Good a, point. A, a, a single mother, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things that right. are so important that, and we try really hard right. to think, okay, you know, what, what, would, what do they want? You know, right. what, what's important to them? Right. And the needs of the LGBTQIA community, because a lot of them are afraid to right be out in front of caregivers because they don't know how they're going to be treated. It's a huge. Yeah, thing. and I mean we have we have we have such a diverse staff here. I mean, 
you know, we, we serve, serve that population and that population works for us. And, you know, we're, we're uh, the majority of our, our workforce is, is female, um, Native American. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely have a huge diversity in our workforce. And I think it's one of the things that, that makes it great. And because of that, um, that philosophy allows us to, to be more successful, I think. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Well, apparently. I mean, if you've been going since 1972, I think. Yeah. 1992. 1992. 1992. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 72. 90. See, time slippage. I have time slippage right now. What's <laughs> going on? Like I'm really only 30, right? <laughs> so I that's where I feel, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm right now and I, I still feel like I'm like 25. My body doesn't remind me. Doesn't so agree. Yes. But my yeah. brain definitely. When I, when I picture what I look like, I don't. And then I'm shocked when I look in the mirror and go, wait. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. That's what's bad about these podcasts is you can see all the wrinkles in your face. You see wow. But I, I know, know in here. I know I'm in here. This so morning, I wish I looked as good as I do on Zoom, because it has that filter where you can touch yourself. <laughs> I, need, I need to figure that out. But you know, someone told me the other day. They they said, and you know, when my sister died, I really I've always lived a very adventurous and 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 active life, and I'm, I've got a wanderlust. You know, it's 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 one of those things that's in my soul. My sister passed away. I decided that I was really going to live for today. And, and someone the other day told me, they said, man, I can't wait for the winter. It's too hot. And I said, you know, I'm just going to enjoy today because the way I look at it is I probably only have 30 more summers, 30 more Christmases. And if I get 50, great, but I'm going to try to make the best out of those 30 that I have left. And, and by living every day, the best I can have every experience. Um, and they said, someone said something about, you know, people are afraid to take pictures because they don't think they look good or they're too heavy. Like yeah. 20 years from now, you're going to wish you took those pictures because you're never going to look as good as you did today. And I think that's true. I mean, we all worry about things like that, but we should be living for today, right? Absolutely. That's why they yep. call it the present. Yep. yep, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Vince, so much for joining. It's been a pleasure to have this conversation. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Sorry it took me so long and so much difficulty to get on this morning. No, no worry. No yeah. worry. We're glad it was worth the wait. You were worth the wait, man. Yep. yep. And I did work hard. I want you to know it was <laughs> I was scrambling here trying to get on and figure out this <laughs> this system. It's all good. Thanks everybody for listening. If you want to have your company showcased on 3Q, New Mexico's premier business podcast, then just hit us up. Have a great day. See you next week. Thanks, Thanks guys. <laughs>